4: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Tuesday. Dan and the Dan It's Dan Patrick Show. Big day on the program. Coming up a little bit later on. The big German is in Dublin. We're trying to find a studio there to do our show. So we will find out at the same time if we're able to do our show over there at the end of August. We were going to go over. Notre Dame and Navy football game. We wanted to do a couple of shows over there. Got some surprises, some guests lined up, and all we're waiting for is the go-ahead from the big German who will join us from the streets of Dublin. We don't know what the word is yet because he's over there checking out facilities, but we are trying. I told you the last couple of years, we've tried to go over there to Dublin, do our show, and uh, we decided if we go We're going to do three shows and then go to the uh, Notre Dame Navy game. What could go wrong? Dan Ants and myself on the streets of Dublin for a few days. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at Show. This hour brought to you by the great folks at Discover Credit Cards. They do something really amazing. Cash back from trips and restaurants all doubled. So if we do go to Dublin, I can use my Discover Credit Card and get all of that double, uh, all the cash back that I've earned will be automatically doubled. You can uh, see terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You're bringing your Discover credit card to Dublin, are you, Dan? Oh, Get boy. ready. Oh, boy.
5: Get ready.
4: It's unofficial. It's unofficial. I just keep hearing the word official. No, no, no. There's an un in front of the official. We our turd time to A- Dublin. Turdy turd. Yeah, turdy turd. Uh, I I've been to Dublin. paulie has been to Dublin. Seaton's been to Dublin. Yeah. Marvin and Fritzy have not.
5: Okay, have not. All right. The yeah.
4: world's pub. Yeah. Wow. Get ready. That's, a, that's a good line. Get ready. I think I stole that from Bono. He oh, you did. To, he referred to Dublin as the world's pub. Okay. Love does, it. Does Bono still have a hotel? He and the Edge downtown. Yes, Paul. Yeah,
1: it's called the Clarence. It's on the other side of the river, on the north side of the river. It's a cool hip hotel.
4: Let's stay there. The
1: Clarence.
5: Yeah.
4: Did I just say The Edge? Isn't he just Edge? I think he's just Edge. No,
5: you know what? He might be The Edge.
1: I think I go by The.
5: I think he goes by The.
1: Okay.
4: But he's Bono, not The Bono. He's not The Bono, no. No, he is officially The Edge. The Edge. Yes. Okay.
1: So you don't get confused with other Edges. Yes. (laughs) The, like The Ohio State.
5: Yeah. Oh, hey, David. Uh, It's The Edge. It's The Edge. At what point do you decide to rename
4: yourself The Edge? His mom calls him The Edge. I don't think she calls him by his first name. David and and Bono do his kids call him Bono because his name is Paul yeah Paul
1: I like it I don't want my lead singer being named like Marv you know like
4: Michael (laughs) Marvin Gaye imagine a lead
5: singer being named Marvin wow what a dumb name that is
1: fired four minutes in (laughs) or Paul yeah is that is that Bono's real first name Paul yeah Paul Hewitt yeah Paul Hewitt's not leading the biggest band in the world a uh,
0: little band called the Beatles.
4: Whoa! Yeah, let's Blue, go. Marvin.
0: Who are you referring to? Let's yeah. go, Marvin. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. Who is this Paul McCartney <laughs> you're talking about here? I think a nickname. Yeah. He goes, can you imagine I'm a Mar- <laughs> I mean, Franklin.
5: <laughs>
4: uh. <laughs> uh, we're off to a rousing start, ah, aren't okay,
5: we? We're already fighting like a bunch of swashbuckling Irish. I'm going I mean, to catch not. a little backhand
4: over here. Oh, always <laughs> oh, after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> Rolling around like a bag of kittens on the deck of a sailboat. <laughs> what movie is that? Are we allowed to drink on on the air in Ireland?
1: Uh, yeah. Technically, I think if you you mean on the air on the show, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's uh. I got Do checked. I have
4: to tell the audience that we're drinking? From what I recall about my
1: <laughs> FCC training, in all seriousness, I think we have to alert the audience that we are drinking during the show, and then it is okay. Oh.
4: As opposed to now, where really? we don't tell them that we're drinking <laughs> on the show. True. Correct. See what I did with that, Todd? That's nice. That was okay. Everything's nice. <laughs> dr- coming down.
6: Don't they drink on the Today Show? Hoda Kabi, they still had that like final oh, yeah. hour where they're, they're just inebriated. I don't, I don't get
4: loose. I don't watch that show. When Kathy Lee was on there.
6: Yeah, they were like totally out of it.
4: Yeah. Steamed. Well, I don't know if they were out yeah. of it. They seemed a little of buzzed. Yeah. Yeah. The they totally least.
5: out of it, like they got hammered in the nine <laughs> o'clock hour. Right, What's the weather? All right, go
4: ahead, no, the weather. they did not sound like that. They were just getting a little... They gave the presentation. They were getting a little loose in the third hour. All right, we'll have a uh, poll question. <laughs> Play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Congratulations to LSU routing Florida to win the national championship. And uh, but I tell you what, LSU brought a crowd. They, uh, that's now the fourth consecutive national champion from the SEC, Mississippi, Mississippi State, and Vanderbilt. And LSU is your national champ. Still not embracing the bing, bing, bing. Because (laughs) if you just listen and don't watch the game, it feels like every bing is going to be a home run. And sometimes it's a dribbler down the line. But the, uh, the games were exciting. It was fun, and it means something to the SEC. That's why they put forth great baseball teams, because it matters to them. And not every other, you know, place in the country or leagues, conferences. You know, they don't have the pro sports, so that's their baseball team there, and they certainly back them. And those are great players. And it's rare to have maybe the top three draft picks playing in the college world series because normally they're coming out of high school. Timmy Kirchin, who covers baseball for the mothership, will join us a little bit later on. Uh Seton, what's the poll question we're going to start out with in Hour 1?
5: Well, why don't we start right there, Dan? We could start with aluminum bats in college baseball. Mm. Love them, hate them. Because I, I can't tell if I love them, but there's something unique about it. And like you said, that sound, it does sound like every time somebody, like, oh, dude, he got a hold of that one, and it's a
4: pop-up you know, back behind the plate. There's something about when you hear the ball hit a wooden bat. And I know this is supposed to be cost-efficient by having aluminum bats in college. I get that but there's something about the ball hitting a wooden bat where you know that that sounds like that's a knock into the the gap or a home run. You don't mistake that for, oh, yeah, it's a pop-up. With the ping, you're not quite sure. So I'm not sold on it, but I'm old school, but I understand why they have metal bats, aluminum bats, but there's a whole lot of offense there. I don't know how much you attribute that to uh, the aluminum bats. Yes, Seton. Yeah, I was going to ask, how much do you think that hmm. offensive production uh, would drop if they used wooden bats? I don't know. Maybe Tim Kirchner will run some numbers there to let us know. But I would think that it it does add some kind of offensive firepower there. With with, it. Have you ever used a, an aluminum bat? I mean, I've only used them in softball. I never used them in, uh, in baseball. But it feels like you get a little bit more of a uh, – Thump out of it mm, a little definitely. bit more distance there. Uh, yes, Bones.
1: Is there any downside for the college baseball player transitioning to minor leagues, going from metal bats, aluminum bats to a wood bat, or is it
4: minor? Do you think? Well, you still have to put the bat on the ball, right. whether it's aluminum or not. But I, I, don't know if there's a false sense of, uh, you know, greatness there that you have. Like, man, I got, I got power here, and then you get to the minors, and you're like, I got warning track power. Yes, yes, he, That transition from college to
5: minor league baseball, is sort of unique because that other sports, it hands right off almost like a baton from college football right into the NFL, from college basketball right into the NBA. From college baseball, you go into obscurity for a handful of years and
4: then come back out. And it's like, oh, is that that
5: guy from Mississippi State? Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. oh didn't he pitch for Vanderbilt? Yeah, because imagine if Bryce Young had to go play – some other place, like in Europe for two years, or the XFL for two years, and then be able to go to uh, Carolina Panthers. You'd be like, oh, that's right. He played in Alabama. I mean, baseball misses the, hey, I just got through went, through uh, winning the World Series. Now I'm going to get called up by the Phillies. Doesn't happen. And imagine if you're 21 or 22, and then you got to go to the minors, and that it's rare at a high school, certainly, but even you know, even last night. Imagine you just won the World Series, and then it's uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta go down to Double A. You're you're going down to Durham, uh, but you'll be back up in a year or so. I don't know why it that there's that kind of transition. There's that big of a transition, and I don't know if it's just tradition. But we'll talk to Tim Kirchin about that. But uh, so the poll question is, Bing. Yeah, aluminum it, bats, love them, hate them. hmm. All right. Uh, eight seven seven three dp show email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at show. Good morning if you're watching on Peacock. And if you haven't downloaded the app, please do so. And our radio affiliates around the country, operator Tyler standing by to take your phone calls. Uh, let's see. Uh, anything else that needs to be mentioned? We're going to Dublin, Danny. No, not yet. We don't know that yet. <laughs> By the way, I do have the odds for Navy and Notre Dame, just in case. Oh, I like you're all in here. I have the over-under, and I have the point spread for Navy and Notre Dame.
5: What? Just in case we're going, right? In case we don't we're,
4: know. No, no. We don't know. I mean, just in case. I I had our research department, Picture Day Ray, do some work. By the way, happy birthday to Picture Day Ray. Yay! Happy birthday. Yay. We we called him Picture Day Ray because he took his hat off and then he kind of slicked down his hair, and uh, it it looked like you know when you get your first picture in high school, he parted down like, the side. Was that for like the Emmys or something? Yeah, like it came yes. all cleaned up yes. without a hat on. Yeah, like his Picture Day. Yeah, Picture Day Ray, <laughs> and he had a part and you know slicked down. You know where your mom licks her fingers yeah, and then yeah. 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 It's like Picture Day Ray. Love it. Uh, So Picture Day Ray is, he's in the back. If you're watching on Peacock, he's all the way in the back. It's him and Rob back there. He's the one doing the waving. Happy (laughs) birthday, Ray. Hip, hip, hooray. 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 All right. (laughs) Here you go. I love the back room, guys. Uh, Ireland trip odds. Navy, what do you think the over-under is? Navy against Notre Dame in Dublin. Yes, Paul.
1: Well, I know I'm betting on Navy for the first half cover. Oh. If, if my
4: history plays well. Okay. Navy plus 20 against Notre Dame. And the over-under is uh, at 49. If we go to Dublin. Just letting you know. Just if. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah.
1: 49 and a half? 49?
4: No, 49. Oh. It's just, that's it. 49. Yeah. I'm trying to, what stadium are they playing at? Because there's Croke Stadium, isn't it? C-R-O-K-E. I think they have a lot of concerts there. But I don't... Is it a soccer stadium that they play at? It's at
1: Aviva Stadium in Dublin. Okay. A, they're calling it a Week Zero game. It's August 26th, 7.30, local time. <laughs> oh, no. That's going
4: to get old. I, if we go, that's going to get old for this audience. With, can they refuse us? Can they?
1: they three of us are Irish.
4: I don't know. I have global entry, so oh, I'm, I I think I'm pretty good. You got the clear? Yes, I do.
1: Yeah, Notre Dame, uh, it's the Air Lingus College Football Series in Dublin. They've been doing this a couple of years. They had a Northwestern game last year with Notre Dame.
4: Is there Florida State next year?
1: Yeah, I think it's Florida State. Oh, I got to check it.
5: Can we still do uh, our Irish accent next year, even though it's not Notre Dame? It's, I mean, it's still Dublin. Yes, so she, right? yeah, yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. Just getting a mixture.
1: Well, this yeah. place is gorgeous. It's called the Viva Stadium. Yeah. It's got a big Ooh. opening. Hmm. Okay. What are the concessions like over there?
4: What are the concessions are like, like Danny? <laughs> yeah. You get like soup? What do you get? I don't know. Which Do you get like mutton or do you <laughs> get like... I, I don't, Ooh, mutton.
1: Nice mutton. Are <laughs> you throw it over your shoulder? I, I don't know. Mutton.
4: I know. Mutton, lettuce, and tomato sandwich. <laughs> Have Who's had mutton before? Yeah. I begrudgingly had it. Uh, there's a steakhouse in New York that's special. A Keene's Steakhouse oh, yeah. in New York. Mutton.
1: Is there a guy going through the stands going, get your
4: mutton? Yeah.
1: Like get the thing. your mutton right here.
4: Just flips it, it's wrapped
5: in tin foil, flips it like a hot dog yeah. or something.
4: Like, like a helmet of mutton. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what, what kind of concessions they're gonna have there. <laughs> Shepherd's pie. They don't have mutton helmet though. They're doing it wrong. Mutton yeah. helmet. We'll bring the mutton helmet. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah.
4: Mutton helmet. Obvious reason. <laughs> yes, hey. <laughs> All righty, let's uh, we settled on our poll question. We'll get to phone calls and we'll find out in the final hour. But the big German is there, downtown Dublin, checking out uh, the sights and sounds, and hopefully we'll get the go-ahead to be able to take the show over there at the end of August. We'll take a break here. Just getting started on the program. We're back after this and the Dan Patrick Show. Traeger Grill. You know what? Do we bring Traeger with us? Yes. Do we bring our Traeger grills get, over there?
0: Get that mutton right there on the grill? You know what? How about
4: we check and see if Chad... Wants to bring some Traeger's over there. Like on a ship? Like, do we have no, get, no, like a think, cargo ship? No, I I think they have Traeger grills in Ireland. Oh, like a little local I, Ace I hardware? Th- and Ars. Ars hardware. a little uh, like corned beef or something? Ooh, man. Breezed? That would be good.
1: Ars is a place with a friendly.
4: Hardware <laughs> <laughs> thing. Uh, all right, so. Uh, a little leg of lamb? Yeah, Traeger grill over there. Fired up. Have some food. That would be great. Traeger.com. You can see what's cooking in the Traeger hood, and uh, they have all kinds of recipe, recipe inspirations there. The all-new Ironwood is great, loaded with new features there, and it is ready to go. You want to have a great summer? Well, we grill all year round. But uh, Traeger.com, T-R-A-E-G-E-R, and see what's cooking in the Traeger hood. Don't forget, use DP Show at checkout for free shipping.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
4: podcast. Play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. There was an announcement yesterday. I don't want to bore you with it. Maybe just give you the headlines. But uh, the PGA Tour and the Public Investment Fund, the Saudi Tour, the Live Tour, they're trying to finalize things. And you'll notice that it's going to be referred to as the Public Investment Fund. They're trying to separate the PGA Tour and the Live Tour and the Saudis. It'll be the Public Investment Fund. And I think they're doing their best to kind of calm everybody's nerves that we're still going to have the PGA Tour. Jay Monahan will still be the commissioner, at least technically. I just know the Saudis have a guy who is the chairman, and it feels like the chairman is more important than the commissioner. Feels like the chairman could fire the commissioner, but I think the uh, Saudis want to have Jay Monahan still in there because it, it it maybe provides a little bit of calm here. That. Everything's good. You know, you still have the face of the PGA Tour. The commissioner, Jay Monahan, he's there. Meanwhile, the Saudis, it feels like, are running this. But I think the live tour is going to die here over the next two years. Then you're going to have, if players want to play on the PGA Tour, will they pay their penance? They may have to pay a fine to be able to go back on the PGA Tour. Now, this is what's weird. They're going to get fined for leaving the PGA Tour, who is going to collect? Will it be the public investment fund? So the Saudis who gave them the money are then going to get money back? Does the PGA Tour get this? I'm not quite sure. But now Congress is involved in this. But it feels like they're going to do their best to pacify Congress. Nobody wants to open up their books. And let's see if we can... Move on, and the PGA Tour becomes a better place for all involved. And we bring happiness back to golf. Yes, Paulie?
1: You should work for that man with that. You could do PR. (laughs) Yeah, I read through it, and like you said, it's Well, I
4: have to be better than Bryson DeChambeau. I'm going to go right... I'm going to say that right up front. I'm better than him when it comes to PR for the... uh,
1: If you read through this framework agreement, there's almost nothing about golf. There's nothing really that the golf fan can sink their teeth into. There's some, some words about... The parties share the common goal of creating a global golf uh, partnership. The word global is thrown a lot, around a lot. I'm really curious if in three years from now, there's a lot fewer PGA Tour events in America and a lot more
4: global PGA Tour events.
1: Well, it seems obvious.
4: I, I think you got to, you know, they're increasing the prize money, which is important. I don't know if they're going to make, there's going to be a mandatory, you must play in these events, this number of events. I don't know what happens with the players who are on live tour and want to be on the PGA Tour full time. How much is the fine that they're going to have to pay? I mean, it could be millions of dollars because they made millions of dollars to leave and disrupt the PGA Tour. Can you make them give back their signing bonuses? I have no idea. But... It feels like they've tried to smooth this over a little bit. Nobody's said much publicly about this. Greg Norman hasn't said much. Jay Monahan is going through some type of medical issue. Um, it feels like all's quiet here on the Western Front. You know, Rory's not saying anything. Just feels like, okay, guys, let's not say anything. Let's get through the majors. Get through the British Open. Let's uh, play the fall schedule, and then we'll come back next year, and everything will be great. Yes, Eden? Do you think maybe there's a, like a world where they
5: break the tours into seasons almost, and there's more of like a domestic time of
4: year and an international time of year, something like that? I guess anything's possible. I think they want to do teams. I think they still want to have mm, yeah. some of that, maybe adopt a little bit of the live tour, but play 72 holes,
5: not 54 holes. That seemed to be one of the big things to, that was speculated or, or came out around that the announcement was that there would be more team
4: play. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if we're really interested in – I mean, it's okay. We have a couple of those events, but they don't feel like they're real events. It's like, oh, okay, that guy's paired with that guy. Oh, they're buddies. Okay, oh, they're really good. I just want to see r- regular golf, golf that means something – have the majors, and you play 72 holes. You don't need shorts, cigars, sombreros, and loud music. You don't need any of that. All we need is regular golf. That's all I'm asking for. Whoever wants to play, great. If you don't, then you can find another tour to play on. That's all. If you want to make the PGA Tour better, great. I'm all for that. But Liv did not go... Their their incentives, their motivation was not to help make the PGA Tour better. It was to dismantle it. And I think the PJ Tour is still going to hold them accountable for that. They wanted to dismantle it and then take it over. But as I said from the outset, the two could not coexist. That Eventually, they had to come back and find some kind of landing spot that was good for both. I don't know if they're finding that yet but it feels like there's calm after the storm. Yes, Paul?
1: Would you guys be in favor of the new PGA Tour, having a secondary tour, remember that DP Tour or whatever it's called or whether the new version be called, and make it just like a European relegation with soccer and the three worst golfers of the season, everyone plays every event, the three worst golfers of the season, whatever format, go down and the three best go up to drive interest in that secondary tour?
4: Yeah, but then you might have to move to Europe. Have to? Yeah, oh, you if you mean, live in Florida and you play on the DP tour, you travel the tour. That'd be a good in,
1: in Europe. That'd be a good TV show. Show the guy, have, hey, my, "Honey, we got to move to Europe."
4: Yeah, that ain't happening. So you couldn't you couldn't relegate players because if you live in Florida, then all of a sudden you know you're traveling to all of these different places over there. You're going to Germany. You're going to Italy. You're going to Ireland. You know, probably uh, Southeast Asia, Australia. I mean that's a that's a tough tour, DP tour. You travel, and it's not always first class for those guys. So that came out yesterday, and it's just something to keep an eye on. Yes, yeah, Eden? That was definitely the kind of thing, though.
5: Uh, I don't know. I hate to admit, but like I saw it, and the writing was so small, I was like, uh, <laughs> somebody gave me the Cliff Notes. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not reading through this crap.
4: Yeah. Well, when you go back, <laughs> when that announcement first came out, it was like Live and uh, PGA Tour merge. And then you're like, oh! And then you looked at the press release, and it was all fine print. And I go, Yeah, maybe somebody yes. will translate I'm, this. I'm form. no lawyer. Yeah, I can't I'm not do this. Parsing yeah. this. Yeah, I, I think they put it out that way so people wouldn't read it. Wouldn't read the fine print. They're like, hey, everything's good, huh? Live tour, BJ tour, yeah. Headlines. All right. How about some phone calls in here? Uh, Izzy in Portland leads us off. Hi, Iz. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey, Mr. Dan Patrick, guys. How you doing? This is Izzy at five ten one ninety five. So uh, a couple things. One, uh, recommendations in Dublin. I lived there uh, 20, 30 years ago. My son was born there. Actually, Andreas from Austin, who's called into the show, yeah. was born there. So he's got his Irish passport. Um, breakfast, Hatch and Sons right across from St. Stephen's Green. Great Irish breakfast. Love it. And if you keep going down the street there, you go down Lower Baggett Street, go to uh, O'Donoghue's. Great pub. Uh, great little area there. I would avoid Temple Bar. That's just for the tourists. So go where the locals go.
4: All right. Thank you, Izzy. Yeah, we're uh, Seaton's writing down any recommendations. Now, once again... I got a map already going. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm going to share it with you guys. Okay. But we have an hour and a half before we find out the official word if we're going to Dublin. So this is, this is in real time that the big German is there and he's going to say yay or nay. He looked at some buildings yesterday and we weren't able to broadcast from there. We're looking to get something that says Ireland. Yeah. Has the look of it, the feel of it, and then uh we're heading over if we can. And if not, then we'll we'll work on it for next year. Yes, point
1: Dan, I've been to O'Donohue's in Dublin. You'll like it. It's like a pub on one side, a middle breezy open area, and then a music area on the other side. Mm.
4: Got roughed up there. Mm, you did? Yeah. Well, plus here's the other thing: our show would be on from two in the afternoon until five. Perfect! <laughs> oh my God, that is perfect. That's a throwback to the ESPN days. Oh, when I used to do I one sleep to four. In, in the morning yes. and you go out all night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? We we get in. We 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 can walk to to uh, the show. We do from two to five. We get out the door at five thirty. I got a pint in my hand at 535.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> nobody. Go. nobody. Yes, yes Mark. Yes. Where's the closest uh, tattoo parlor? Why, are you getting one? Oh, no, because uh, in Scottsdale, night one, a couple yeah. of the BRGs got tattoos.
4: Oh. So I'm already worried. You know, I don't even know who's going over. I don't know how many people that I would take over. Oh, dang. I mean, is Dylan going? I don't what? Know. Can Dylan go? He may go whether invited oh, or not. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true.
5: I mean, I haven't been there yet, but it
1: <laughs> was like a good time. <laughs> I'd take a trip.
4: See, that's the guy that you have to watch out for. You have to keep an eye on him. Has anybody seen Dylan? Because you know, he could, uh, you know, stray.
5: Yeah. He's... <laughs> or he's either going to do that or
4: he's going to get in a quick nine at like some. Course so, nearby. Yeah, yeah. Well, it stays light until 10, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Polly? Yeah, I already checked the map. Sun comes
1: up at 4.30 a.m. and goes down about 10.15 p.m. Oh, okay.
4: Nice. All right. All right. So we might be able to play golf, have some beverages. Or no, do the show, have beverages, and maybe go play golf. Night session? And get a full night's sleep. Yeah. Yeah. All it's, right.
5: It's heaven?
4: Yeah. That does sound pretty good. I mean, what, what a, are we two doing? until five in the afternoon? Why don't we just
5: do this every day? <laughs>
4: Hmm. Maybe we move to Dublin full-time. Uh, in <laughs> Okay, let me ask a real question here. Let's say we could do the show, but we had to be in Dublin for a year. We'll do a reality show based on this. You'll get a uh, cost-of-living increase to go to Dublin. Who... who would want to go for a year? See, see Not
5: ball, even close. I, don't, I already know my wife and son say yes, too. Uh, Not even close. Okay, Todd?
6: If the family was involved, I would do that.
4: Well, they have to be.
6: They don't they have, have to have be. To be. I don't
4: well, <laughs> I, would you go? What if your wife <laughs> says, no, I'm going to stay because I'm a teacher. Would you go by yourself?
0: That would be difficult, but I think I would. Okay. Oh! <laughs>
4: Okay. You insane,
0: and I'd come visit for like maybe I can get a long weekend a few times too. No, no, back no. To the no.
4: She could come see you. The kids are in college; they're not yeah, home your anyway. The kids
0: aren't even home. Yeah. yeah,
4: and your wife doesn't want you around. Really Empty nesters. Uh, Marvin, if the squad can come, I'm in. Okay, so you and your son and your
0: wife—absolutely. All right, a year? Yep. A year? Okay,
4: I'd do it. Yeah, in two seconds. Yeah, in two seconds. Yeah, if I'd I go. Could, Yeah, if I easy. If, if if that came up, that opportunity. Let's see how it goes. First what a of life all. experience. Okay, first that. of all, we don't even know if we're, we're going. going. okay. I, I keep saying that. We don't even know. Seaton <laughs> goes. Oh, I got dinner reservations. I go. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we let's wait and see. Got I yeah, Got breakfast places here. Yeah, there's Lake Minneola
5: as A place no. fish shop. We gotta check out. L. Mulligan Grocers another oh, place, too. Buddy, I got this covered. Oh man. I got it covered. There's a soccer match on Friday night. We're all going to that too, right? What's the oh, what's the soccer I love that. teams? Uh Bohemians. The Bows. Those, those are the locals? That's a local Dublin team. Yeah, they play in League of Ireland. Okay. Yeah, They're awesome. That's like Daily Mount Park, I want to say. Do it's, they tailgate? I feel like Dublin is a tailgate. Yes. But I don't know. Isn't the entire city a tailgate? I don't think people, I don't know that they tailgate there because you usually, I don't know that a lot of people drive to games and stuff like that. Like it's a lot of public transportation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Tailgating at soccer matches more like you find the the closest pubs in the area and then you walk over as a group. So it's like a, a moving tailgate. Yes.
4: So certain clubs will have certain bars that they go to. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and then the
5: supporters usually march from like a bar to the yeah to the to the game. Okay. Yeah.
4: In mass. In mass. Yeah. It's usually singing. Yeah. Potentially oh. fighting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hooligan in <laughs> yeah. uh, Andrew in Washington. Good morning, Andrew. What's on your mind today? Good
7: morning, Dan and Dan Ed. Thanks for taking my call. Um. <clears throat> I've got a Tuesday trivia question and then a question for you, Dan. The Tuesday trivia question is, who's the only player in the top 30 points per game average for the 2022-23 season with less field goal attempts per game than Nikola Jokic?
4: This person averaged 30 or more but attempted fewer shots than the Joker did.
7: No, he was in the top 30 for oh, players oh, in points per game, but oh. he's the only player that had less shots per game than Nikola Jokic. Because Nikola Jokic is also in the top 30 points per game for the 2022 23 season. But so who's the only player with less shots than him in the same group?
4: Uh, I'm going to go to Marvin. Marvin, who is your guest on this? Jimmy Butler? Blue? Blue? Oh,
7: blue, look, at, look that. at that. Jimmy
4: Buckets.
7: Nice job. Jimmy Buckets had 13.9 attempts per game and Dan my question for you is this would you rather manage an AAU basketball team or manage a fantasy football team
4: oh fantasy football there's no parents involved in that in a second I would do fantasy football and I would probably have a couple of teams so I would say and there's always that guy you know he's on my fantasy team and then you realize he's got six fantasy teams So he has everybody. You you know, that that defense is on my fantasy team. Oh, okay. All right. But no, no, never an AAU basketball team. Because then you're dealing with parents, spoiled kids. I want my shots. No. Did you play the game? You know, all of those things. I don't want any part of that. A nightmare. My wife said, why don't you coach? And I go, do you hate me? Like, what? Why don't you ask me to officiate, be a referee or an umpire, if you really hate me. You know, I actually do want to be a ref. No, you don't. I really do. I really do. No. If if I did, it would be for girls basketball really young and then be able to be a referee but also help them understand the game. You know, kind of guide them into loving the game, learning the game, and not having parents there because that would be disaster. And I've been there. I've listened to it, and you're going, "Oh my god, that little guy is six years old, and his dad is yelling, you know? Shoot, you got to get more shots off." Yes, he... that's. A, I
5: want to do like an undercover documentary kind of thing where I go get my license to be a like a soccer ref or something, and then you just film people on the sidelines and
4: just like the abuse that oh my
5: god. that officials take. I was an people umpire. are crazy.
4: I was an umpire, little league baseball. And I had a guy who would stand behind the fence when I'm calling balls and strikes. And he complained about everything. He stood there when his team was up or when you know, the, the, uh, the uh, opposition was up. He complained about everything. And finally, I ran him one time. And I, I just said, hey, you're going. He goes, where am I going to? I said, your car. I said, I'm throwing you out of here. You don't have the authority I said, I do, because I'll just say that this game is now forfeited. And he goes, you wouldn't do that. I said, yes, I would. And then, so his wife is, you know, pulling him to his car. He had a Pontiac GTO. And he's pulling him to his car. And I remember I could hear every, like, third word is "effer," And I was like, all right, keep going. And, and it became even fainter, you know, like the, it would be, and I was like, "Okay, he's gone." And then we resumed the, the game. But you know, you get done with the game, and then he came over to me, and, and he goes, "My bad." I said, "Really?" He goes, "Yeah, my bad." Like, you know, you, you had some bad calls, but you, you know, you weren't that bad. Hey, like, no, that's nothing personal. Really? Yeah. And I, and I said, "Okay." And uh, the next time I came, he you know, it's like said, "I don't want you behind home plate. All right, got to be over there with your team." You want to say something to me? You can say something to me, but I don't want you over my shoulder. And then we never had another problem with that. I just remember he had this black GTO, Pontiac GTO. Oh. Yeah, in 1970. You messed with him? Uh, I, you know, not really. You know, keyed his car or something. No, I didn't key his (laughs) car. No. Yes, Todd.
0: He could volunteer his time, too. It's very easy to criticize someone else instead of just standing there behind the fence criticizing you. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome.
4: How about we take a break here? We'll come back. we got our poll question in the on-deck circle right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app.
6: Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh my God.
6: The play, the play, is play. of the day. Put left
3: side we to play it and play it. This is the play of the
2: day. Check this out.
0: Speed for Trout. Stolen base. Scores all the wild pitch.
4: Courtesy of Valley Sports West, the Angels are the first team since 1974 to have their first two walk off wins of a season coming via the wild pitch. That's pretty wild. Play of the Day brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Everything earned, doubled, cash back from trips and restaurants. You can see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Pauly, Pauly, I don't know if you're openly rooting against the Angels, but it feels like you're obsessed with the Angels. Every single result. Every game you come in with it, closer to trading Shohei Ohtani to, okay, this might be a bad thing if they make the playoffs, then they're going to have to re-sign Shohei Ohtani.
1: It's one of the more fascinating storylines of the baseball season. The Angels haven't been relevant forever. They're kind of relevant right now, not just because they have Trout and Ohtani, the fact that they're in contention-ish. Yeah, no, they are. But if they lost six games in a row or win six games in a row, it changes the entire direction of the next decade for them.
4: Well, first of all, win or lose, make the playoffs or not, they have to decide on Shohei Ohtani. Right. He has to decide. Does he look around and go, you know what? I can see the pieces here that we can make a run here in the next couple of years. Now can they spend $600 million on Shohei Ohtani?
1: Or does he he and his agent look at the past 10 years of the franchise and yeah. say, this is an anomaly year, mostly because of me. I know. <laughs> and uh, remember, didn't they draft like 18 pitchers out of 18 irresponsibly in a draft recently. Yeah. I don't know, I just it's it's be real fascinating to see if if they win 10 out of their next 15 or lose 10 out of their next 15 what the trade deadline looks like.
4: I'd still go back to I I just if I'm the GM or ownership, I just want to talk to his representative and say, give us an idea here, one way or another, cuz we can't let you walk for nothing and You know, you don't want to have a situation like Cleveland did 15 years ago with LeBron James. And by the way, the anniversary of the Cavaliers drafting, winning the lottery, is this week. And you go back to that lottery, and you're going, the Memphis Grizzlies, with Jerry West as their GM, they had a 6% chance. They finished second. And then I thought, okay, I remember the draft order was LeBron, Darko to the Pistons, and then Mello to the Nuggets. And I'm thinking, what did the Pistons give up to get the second pick? Now, granted, they whiffed. Imagine if they'd taken Carmelo. If that Pistons team had Melo, they would have been dominating for quite some time. But they took Darko, and he washed out. But I was wondering, what did Memphis get from Detroit to give up the second pick overall? Because I don't remember it. I don't remember it being a landmark deal where they gave up X number of first-round picks or players or anything like that. And Jerry West, the shrewd businessman that he is, I'm assuming that they would have gotten something great in return. But I don't remember that. Is Otis Thorpe involved in the trade that allowed the Pistons to move up to number two in the draft. Yeah, it was,
1: it was they traded the Pistons. There's Otis Thorpe, other considerations, and it was they basically got nothing out of it. They could have had Dwayne Wade. They could have. Wait, Chris. wait
4: what does other considerations mean? Like, is I, I, you moved up to number two in the draft? And granted, they they whiffed on it because they took Darko Milicic, but you could have had Melo, D Wade. I think Chris Bosh is in that. You know, you you could have struck gold and not given up very much if if Otis Thorpe and considerations.
1: Okay, I see how this worked. It was a trade from 97. The Pistons traded uh Otis Thorpe to the Vancouver Grizzlies for the 2003 first round pick. It had to be enforced by the Pistons. Like they could pick at what some window where they got it.
4: So that year Oh, so Memphis, so Vancouver just moved to Memphis. Yes. And then they could they could enact that trade because they wanted the number two pick overall, and they could do it in that draft. Number one
1: protected, right? so they wouldn't have lost the pick if they would have. Memphis would have got up to number one, and they could have had LeBron. Yeah.
4: Well, they didn't get that opportunity, so they, Detroit was oh, taking because Detroit came in
5: and yes, their, they I enacted
1: see. their right to take that pick.
5: Oh, so he missed out on both of them. Yes, right? oh, he missed out dang. on on everybody. That's terrible.
4: I know. That's terrible. <laughs> But imagine the city of Memphis if they get LeBron. Do you think he would have played there? Well, I I was wondering about that. I think that's a great question. Would LeBron have forced Memphis's hand and said, I'm not going to play there? Cleveland's a no-brainer. Yes. No-brainer. Yes. Uh, Knicks probably would have been a no-brainer. Memphis, I think the Grizzlies had been there one or two years. And Jerry West came in and didn't have great success there. Yes, Todd?
0: So you would have had the King Elvis Presley and King James. Oh, Jimmy. okay. That's pretty It'll impressive. a blue bloop, bloop there. All right.
4: Yeah, bloop. yeah. yes, Paul.
1: And uh, LeBron, if he had gone to the Memphis Grizzlies, would not have joined a terrible team. They had Pau Gasol at age twenty-three. They had Mike Miller at age twenty-three. He was a nice player. He could shoot. Yeah, yeah he could shoot. Shane Battier. They had a decent roster. I would say it would probably a, a tick better than the Cleveland roster.
4: Well, they had to be better than <laughs> Cleveland. <laughs> I try to be friendly. Yeah, man, I. I I still go back to that Cleveland team that went to the NBA Finals against the Spurs. And I thought, the fact that they're here might be the greatest accomplishment of LeBron James' career. Because that team was not good. Not good. Yes,
0: Mark? That game, the 48 special, where he scored 29 out of 30, it was literally, the Pistons were like, hey, we only have to stop this guy. And we couldn't stop this guy. (laughs) You guys had one job.
4: Yeah. Uh, All right, we'll get to more phone calls coming up. Seaton, by the way, the poll question for uh, hour one, the results. Yeah, we put up there uh, aluminum bats in
5: college baseball, love them or hate them. Yeah. Uh, right now, it's 53% hate them.
4: Okay. It's pretty close, though. It, it's just, it's, I wonder how deceiving it is for an outfielder when you hear that bing. Because I, a lot of times you can hear the bat, the ball hit the bat, and then you get, you can get a sense of, Boy, that's going to be deep. It feels like every connection in college is, bing, that could be gone. Timmy Kirksham will join us coming up, talk some NFL news. Coaches on the hot seat, including a coach that just got a contract extension. Have that for you, and we find out if we're going to Dublin.
1: Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business,